Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range. Or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double-breasted black blazer from a new-to-me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style-obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman-owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to About Progress. I'm Monica Packer, a regular mom and recovering perfectionist who uncovered the truest model to dramatic but lasting personal growth. It's progress made practical. Join us to leave the extremes behind and instead learn how to do something to grow in ways that stick. If you like this podcast, then you will love my new course, called the sticky habit method. It's all about how to form habits outside of perfectionism. And yes, it is possible. You can check it out at aboutprogress.com slash sticky habit method. In the last almost six years of the podcast, probably the top three of my most asked questions is one that I know women do not like my answer to. And the question is, how can I find more balance? They don't like my answer because my answer is balance doesn't exist. I know that that is the most unhelpful answer ever. And I also want to say, I get why we want this question to be answered, because we all have this deep desire to feel more in control of our lives and to stop feeling like we're just there to put out all these figurative fires all the time. 
So I do actually have some good news for you. There is a bigger answer to that question, how can I find more balance? And while balance may not exist, the answer is living a life that is more well-rounded. Today, you get to hear me chat with Jamira Pollard about what a life well-rounded looks like and the ways that we can pursue this kind of life. Jamira is a business coach for creatives who want to grow their work without sacrificing their health, sanity, or relationships. And she's also a podcaster at Living Well-Rounded, where she helps women live more intentionally with their time and purpose. I loved learning from Jamira, and I'm so excited for you to finally get some answers to that big question. How can I find more balance? Jamira Pollard, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to our conversation. Well, I've been digging into your podcast and everything you're doing, and I just think this is what my community needs. I get a lot of questions about balance. Like, how do I, how do I get more balance, Monica? And that's why I was so thrilled to have you on today, because we're going to be kind of breaking this apart, (laughs) just what balance really is and, and what women can do to to really work on not balance with something else. I want you to introduce them to, but let's start by asking about that. Like why is balance and the way that we view balance, something that women really can put aside and what could they be focusing more on instead? Oh, love this question. So I always say that balance doesn't exist. And I, I say that in the sense of when it becomes a situation where you're trying to compare and put on the same level work and family. And the way that my personal values and morals are set up is that family is always going to come before work. At the end of the day, if you have to make a decision, you're going to choose your family. And so when you think of trying to put them on even playing field, we're already setting ourselves up for failure because Mm -hmm. our family is always going to have one leg up, right? So Instead of just trying to chase balance and trying to chase the status quo, I decided years ago that I was going to do things a new way and try to live well-rounded. And so my company, business, everything is living well-rounded with Jemira. And the idea behind it is that we can focus on what matters most instead of trying to just focus on all the things coming our way, all the things on our plate. How do we prioritize to focus on what matters most? And more importantly, what matters most in this particular season, because seasons change, things change. So we have to be able to pivot, shift, make adjustments so that the things that are our top priorities are always being taken care of and not just trying to be, we're all over the place. So um, balance to me does not exist, but there are ways that we can live a more well-rounded life and not a life of trying to chase after that work-life balance. Long answer to your question, but again, I just want people to understand that trying to chase balance, we're setting ourselves up for failure. I think that really is turning things on its head for good reason. And it's so refreshing to hear that because either way, we're going to be finding ourselves failing if we think that's the way it has to look. So we might as well do it our way. And that's what well-rounded 
seems like to me. I'm really curious more about what well-rounded looks like for you, but I actually first want to dig into the curiosity I have about your own story behind this. Like, why did this become more of a focus for you? For me, uh, I believe that it became more of a focus for a few, a few reasons, actually. Um, let's see, my mother had passed away from cancer, breast cancer. And mm. when she passed away, it was very sudden. It was only an eight month uh, battle. So it was I'm a so lot sorry. going on in th- that time. And I was also, I had also had my daughter. So in that season, I was a new mom mm. and I was also caring for a cancer patient. And when you lose your parent, my mom was 50 when she passed away. And to me, that's young. So Very when you young. lose a parent that is young and you lose them in a sense where it feels sudden, you really start to think about, okay, how am I going to live my life? How am I going to make an impact? How am I going to just make the best use of my days here on earth? Because losing my mom, whose life was thriving up until that diagnosis, it just feels like, okay a reminder that tomorrow is not promised. And so I decided, you know what, I need to shift some things. I need to figure out how I'm going to spend time with my family that was new at the time. I, you know, I was recently married, had a baby, and I wanted them to make sure that they knew I was present, that they knew they were a priority, but I'm also a person that loves the work that I do. So I wanted to make sure that I was giving my clients the best attention and also just growing a business that I love so much. So I had to make a decision on how I'm going to make all these components work together in a rhythm so that I can do all the things that I love, take care of the people that I love, and also nourish a business that I love. So that was one thing, Uh, losing my mom, it was the eye opener, like, okay, we need to really figure out how we're going to make the days count. And then for myself also, um, I was diagnosed with uh, fibromyalgia Mm -hmm. and in that, with that condition, it also reminded me that I don't have the days like I used to have where I could get up and just run around like Tasmanian devil and, you know, just crazy the way I used to work when I look back. Now I literally have to listen to my body, listen to what I can do and what feels good and know that I have to surrender because every day is not going to be a good day. So when you know that some of your days are limited, it really makes you just come out with a bang on the days that you do feel good. So all of those things definitely impacted um, how I move and how I encourage other people to move, knowing that things can change in any moment. Well, thank you for being so open with that really difficult time in your life. And what you're still, you know, experiencing now with your health, mm-hmm. a lot of my, a lot of my community, that's a huge factor alone right there, just their own health struggles and how it feels so limiting, Very, but yes. I love the shift that you have been learning and, you know, sharing with us too, about listening, surrendering and seeing it. And it doesn't mean it like all the hardships behind that goes away, but it just means it's different. Absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree. And, and it is listening to your body. Like, you know what? I may not be able to work out. Like I said, I want it to work out because physically it's hard to get out of the bed. I may not be able to do show up on social media the way I want to. So that has required me to think about how I batch my schedule, how I schedule appointments and just being upfront with people on what the limitations are so that it's communicating. And even with my family, like, you know what? I'm not feeling that good. So my family knows when they need to kind of step up and not be so pampered and baby because that's how I treat them. They're like, okay, we got it. We can take it from here. And that's important that you you communicate where you, you're struggling, where you lack, where you need assistance to tap other people in 
And I really, I'm still growing and learning, but you don't have to do life alone. You don't have to do business alone. You definitely just have to start to build your community of supporters as well. That's balance to me. I I had a friend, her name is Crystal Lee Beck. She talks about how balance is more of a teeter totter. And that to me is just what you exemplified. It's, it's a yin and yang, you know, it's, it's balancing out. It's asking for help. It's knowing your limitations. It's leaning in when you can and how you can. Let's hear more though about your perspective of what, what well-rounded means and how that's different than how we typically perceive balance. So I always tell people that all of us have a different definition and oh, yeah. a different way of how we live well-rounded. And I would, the exercise that I like to do is just really taking a look at our lives, the things that are important to us or, and, or the things that we want to incorporate more of. And so when you you think about all of those components, how does it make up your well-rounded, well-lived, well-loved life? And for myself, family, of course, is important. The work that I do and how I serve is important. My faith is important to me. I'm really trying to make my health top priority, self-care, like, you know, making sure I'm trying to stay cute and all things like that's important. So making time for that, Um, hanging out with my friends, like making sure that my friends get to spend time with me because I am mom and wife and business owner, but I like to have a good time as well. So for me, I just think about all of those things that are important to me and being able to fill those buckets again, when it feels good, when it feels right. And when it feels like I'm available and then giving myself some grace to shift and move things around. Now, my friends and my family, they know that if I have the time, I'm going to make time for them. And if I need to work on a big deadline or a project or whatever, I communicate that so that they know that, hey, I may not be available right now, but next week I got you. We're going to spend some time together. Let's put a date on the calendar. And so I I definitely try to do that in, in business. A lot of things going on in business, but once this is launched or once this is over, we have a date, we can celebrate, we can do more fun things. So Living well-rounded is your version of a life that feels fulfilled Mm -hmm. and a life that is filled with things that matters most and a life that is filled with just joy, just Mm -hmm. all the things that bring you joy, all the people that bring you joy, uh, hobbies, just all of the things that you get excited about. And like I said earlier, the things you want to also incorporate more of, you got to make space for it for sure. I think that's often what's missing because we're just on that productivity train. Like we have to get more and more and more done and well-rounded the way you just described it to me is often about slowing down and making space for things outside of being productive and checking things off the list, which is what makes life so fulfilling and joyful. Mm -hmm. So I love those, those tenants to what well-rounded and well-loved. I like that you said that too. So for women who not necessarily at square one, maybe they've already done some work on this, but they're feeling a little stuck and they're still feeling that inner tug of war of feeling like they should be doing more. And they're, they've lost more of the sense of feeling like they're not a hamster wheel on, they're not a hamster on a wheel. So where would you advise they start? What are some tips you have for them? Well, first thing I would say is girlfriend, just surrender, like legit sit in peace 
and stillness and really just take a look at your life and ask yourself in 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, where these things matter. And it's kind of harsh when I say, I had a friend I remember and I said, you know, she's like, oh, I got to do this and do that for work and this and that. And I said, you know, if God forbid something happened to you, you got hit by a bus, they would put your job up and post it and hire someone else. So you have to really think about how much energy and time you're giving to certain things because it may not matter years down the line. Mm -hmm. And so the first thing is surrender and really think about the things that are important to you, the things that are taking up your time and your space. Yes, we have to work. Yes, we have to make money. But is the work that we're doing, is it bringing us the joy? Is it making us feel good about how we show up and, and all the things there? But surrendering and just saying, this is not it. This is not working. I do not like it. I deserve better is the first thing. And knowing that you have to give yourself permission to let some things go and you have to give yourself permission to allow space for the things that you actually are yearning for. And this could be a space for love. This could be space to, for a family. This could be space to pick up a hobby, just things like that. Like really think about where you need to carve out space so that you can do more of the things you love. But even with the space, you got to carve out time. So what are the things that we need to let go of? What is something that is considered a time suck? What is something that we need to take off our plate? What is something that we need to eliminate? And then make a list of all those things. Because then now we're making space and time, again, for the things that we want to do more of um, so that we can, again, just show up and, and just live this life. And it's, I don't know, it's just one of those things where I'm like, it sounds easy. I know it's hard, but the first thing is you got to give yourself permission to just take that paper, ball it up, toss it yes. and start from scratch. Okay. So this to me is what I think we get tripped on the, the easiest and actually the most deeply too. letting go of the things that don't matter. Mm-hmm. It's really hard for women to differentiate. This is what matters yours is what matters most. So any tips on those women who are struggling to differentiate between what matters and what matters most so they can do better about letting go? That's a great question. I actually did a podcast episode on this recently um, on how to determine what matters most. And I listened to that one. That's why I asked you. (laughs) I love it. I wanted to know more. (laughs) I love it. What matters most? Like, again, if if you think about 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, and when you're 80 years old, will these things matter? Mm -hmm. I know when I'm 75, my children will matter. Mm -hmm. I know that the work that I do and how I show up and serve, that is super important to me, how I pour into people. So I'm going to make sure I have time to curate um, just for my craft, to make sure I'm learning and I'm growing and I'm pouring into people. That matters to me. Um, the things that again, just feel like time sucks or like, eh, Hmm. it just doesn't excite you when you think about showing up to do it. That does not matter most at all. Uh, if you know, say your doctor says, Hey, we need to get some things in order. That should definitely matter most and should definitely be something that is on your list of things to incorporate more of. Um, but yes, a lot of these things we will say are important and we can even highlight it as a priority, but Will it matter years down the line if you do it or don't do it is something that we have to take inventory of. Listening to you, I'm reminding myself that the common denominator to all the things that matter most is you. 
like it's ourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so if we're not prioritizing ourselves, if we're not even on the list, then our life, it will be perpetually out of balance. It will not be well-rounded. Absolutely. I uh, absolutely. If you're not putting yourself first top on that list, and I encourage you to get a piece of paper and put me or write your name, put, highlight it, circle it, whatever. And then you build everything else around that. And then from there, if you're always at the top of the list and you're pouring into yourself and you're nurturing your health, all the things you put you first, everything else is a bonus, mm-hmm. you know, but you, a lot of us will put ourselves last and we get the the leftovers, the scraps, the pieces. And I don't think that's fair. I think if we definitely put ourselves first, then we can show up for other people. We can pour into other people. We can be there for them and support them in ways that is not possible when you put yourself last. And even with that, I think one of the ways we discount ourselves from doing that is we think, oh, that just means I do a treat yourself like all day long and I don't do my responsibilities. And really it doesn't take that much time to pour Mm -hmm. into yourself. It doesn't have to even take money. That Any is ideas so true. on that? Yeah. Yeah, it's true because when you, you think about that, it's it's last year I told myself, I'm gonna read for fun. I'm not yeah. gonna read business books and force myself to listen to business podcasts and businesses. And I want to read things that are fun and light and easy because it was heavy, you know, during the pandemic. So I gave yes. myself permission to pause from the business education and to just read rom-coms or fiction and, and I love memoirs. So yeah. That is what is filled in my um, Audible. But when you said things that don't cost money, the funny thing is my the public library has free books, Audible and, you know, what is it, ebooks. So I've been taking advantage of that. And that's my little treat. When I'm in the car, I'm listening to those things. I get to escape into that world. And it's some, a little piece every day I get to do that. Um, you know, working out, it definitely helps with my health. So it's a two for one. You know, you can... I can feel better. And also, it, again, it just makes me feel like I'm taking care of myself uh, when I work out, when I'm doing things that just make me smile in, in overall. But it doesn't have to cost you money to take care of yourself. And to your point, you don't have to have like a full spot in like, oh, immediate. No, it's just a little something, a little treat throughout the day. It can be that extra piece of chocolate. You can lock yourself in a room and just scroll social media, whatever it is that just allows you a little bit of joy, go for it. One of the ways I try to remind myself of this is it's not going first. Doesn't mean I'm, I'm taking my, I'm putting myself above everyone else. It's so I can be the foundation to everyone else and to everything else. And also even putting yourself first to me is just putting yourself first in the lineup. So maybe Mm -hmm. even just taking five minutes for myself to meditate or to do a spiritual study or to, I don't know, scroll social media before Mm -hmm. you do everything else. That is still a way to put yourself first. Absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I love all the practical tips we were able to give them there. So I'm just going to review some of the tips you've given us overall too. So surrender, give yourself permission to carve out space for yourself and to let go of what doesn't matter as much and prioritize yourself. 
Is there anything else you would suggest for women who are ready to live a more well-rounded life? Something I always say is important is to communicate. Um, If you have a team, if you run a business and you have a team or you have a partner at home or you have children, you should definitely communicate to people where you need help. You should communicate to them like, you know what? I'm trying to live a life that looks like X, Y, and Z. Here are some ways that I feel like I can do that. And here are ways where you can help me. Mm-hmm. Here are ways that we can do this together and, and make sure we're accountable so that we are able to do the things that bring us joy. I think if you communicate to the people that are in your inner circle, they will be like, okay, whatever I can do to make it so that you do get to do more of the things that you love because you deserve that. I think that's awesome. But a lot of the people in our lives don't understand. Sometimes we are struggling. They may not understand that we need help and they won't ever understand unless we have a very candid, honest conversation with them that we don't always have it together, that we do fall short, but most importantly, that you would love their help in this process as well. And that's totally something I would have neglected, like altogether, just had forgotten, like get people Mm -hmm. on board. Um, You have to. So I had a thought and it's kind of a no brainer, but it's also not, and it's a well-rounded life is still not a perfect life. So it Mm -hmm. doesn't mean like, Hey, everything will be better and easy, but why does it, why does it still change things? Even if life isn't perfect and totally easy, why does it still matter that we're, we're, we're seeking for a more well-rounded life? I feel like as long as you are just making an effort and showing up, it's much better than the life that we currently live, you know, most likely. And you make a great point. It's not always going to be perfect. It's mm-hmm. not always going to be in sync. But if you don't try, you won't you won't ever get closer to your version of what's ideal. So you also have to make space for sometimes done is better than perfect. You yeah. have to make some space to make adjustments. You know, we may go into this like, I'm going to do this and my time is going to be here. But life happens and you have to be okay with that. And sometimes things work out even better in the in the process. But no, it is not perfect. But you have to at least try. You have to at least try to make it better than how we started. So, Jamira, I'm thinking, what has changed for you then? What What is different? I mean, you're still going through a lot. I'm sure you're still grieving your mom, still dealing with health issues, kids, business, what has changed for you after, you know, after years of working on this? What's changed for me, uh, such a great question, is I adjusted how I do work. Um, I adjusted my programs as far as I'm a business coach. So for me, I had to adjust how I serve. I still serve. I still show up. I still make an impact, but I had to do it in a different way. Um, my husband is amazing and he we have this thing he's been doing it since my daughter was two it's called snack party where once a week they have a date and now my son's involved because he's of age and so that's a day for me I know on Tuesdays I don't have to do anything I don't have to cook I don't have to clean that can be my late day to work Uh, but we figured out a way that I'm off duty and Mm -hmm. so it works out that I know that that's a day I can take appointments or whatever it is so that was us realizing like how can we make this work so that I have intentional time. But for me, you know, things are all, it's ebbs and flows. It it definitely is. Whatever season I'm in, I'm more work, less work, um, holidays, whatever it is, there are going to be things that, that change. Um, And for me, I'm always just paying attention to what needs to be shifted 
before it gets, you know, way out of hand. If I'm working too much, I'm like, whoa, maybe I need to put those dates on the calendar. If I'm just feeling like I'm not where I want to be in business, I might need to figure that out as well. Yeah. It seems like a well-rounded life is an intuitive life. Absolutely. I love that permission you've given us to pay attention, just pay attention to our circumstances, our season, what's going on inside our bodies, everything just live intuitively. Jemire, this has been amazing. If there, if there was one small way women could get started on this, what would you suggest? Small way schedule, look at your schedule, open up your calendar, open up your planner, your Google, your iCal, whatever calendar you use, see how your hours and your minutes and your days are spent and ask yourself where those things matter. Mm. Ask yourself, do those things on your calendar bring you joy? Do they allow you to serve? Do they make you a better person? Does it make you, um, the people around you feel good and supported and loved? And if it's just filled with just noise and nonsense, as I say, we need to make some adjustments. Beautiful. That's a really practical way for them to begin. Thank you. All right. Jemire, where do you think you would like people to go if they're interested in, in joining your community and, and learning more from you? Well, first, thank you so much for allowing me this space to just talk about something I'm super passionate about. Um, Jemira.com, G-E-O-M-Y-R-A.com is my website. It'll take you to all the things that we are working on. We're launching some exciting things soon on Instagram. I'm at I am living well-rounded. Come say hi. If you listen to the show, I would love to connect with you there. And then my podcast, Living Well-Rounded, we're closing out season six. Season seven is launching soon. So catch up and again, come say hi over on Instagram. Well, I love everything you stand for and the intention behind everything you do. I'm learning so much from you and I'm really grateful to have had this time with you today. Thank you. Thank you. Same here. I hope this episode gave you the hug and kick in the pants that you need to grow. I'm going to share the progress pointers now from this episode, and these are the notes that I took so you don't have to take them, and all of those on my Go Get Our newsletter get this in a graphic form each week. Number one, more than balance, aim for a life that is well-rounded. This requires flexibility. Two, being well-rounded is about prioritizing our highest commitments and what brings us joyful fulfillment while also giving ourselves the grace to own our limitations, our seasons, our wants, and our needs. Three, to live a more well-rounded and well-loved life, surrender what matters less for what matters most. Prioritize supporting yourself so you can show up for others and communicate to the people that matter most about all of the above. And number four, a well-rounded life is not going to be a perfect life but it is a better life. Your do something challenge for this week is to perform an audit on your calendar and see if it's just reflecting your values and priorities. That's just it. We're just gathering information here. If you do the do something challenge, I'd love to hear about it. You can email me, DM me, you can put it on social media. And from these shares, I always do two progressor spotlights a month in our gross Burt episodes. I hope this episode was helpful for you. And if it was, Here are two ways that you can help the podcast in return. The first is to just share about the show. That's it. 
The second is to leave me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I'm so glad that you took the time to listen. Now go and do something with what you learned today. Jemira Pollard, welcome to the show. Do, do I, should I do it one more time? I feel like I ruined Pollard. Okay. No, I'll do you it. had it. Pollard, Pollard, yeah. Pollard. Yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it one more time because I messed up right after that anyway. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.